3: Hi, I'm Ryan Laplante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dum Dums and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts: Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer Forty Thousand, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse Code and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals dumb scum and villainy one shots and the bad movie review show garbage town the movie podcast Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dumb Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com people slash Dumb Dumb Dice. That's D-U-M-B D-U-M-B D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com people slash Dumb Dumb Dice. Get your merch. Today.
0: Welcome back,
3: initiates,
0: to the Mythos Mysteries, a live-play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmforth, your host on this journey into darkness. The mystery punchers are facing chaos, change, and tragedy. Richter discovered his sister is in 2041 before stealing a cop car to rejoin his friends. A devastated red burned down the diesel estate while mourning Adrian's loss, and the ghost of a young Addy Diesel awoke inside Wackadoo Willy. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos.
4: Richter, you have been guided by your old friend Benny many times uh, since since this whole affair began with his his disappearance and the reappearance of uh, the the girl who used to steal your spoons and uh, the uh, the the tall boy who was once a very small boy. Um, this is the first time that uh, you felt uh, malice uh, from the hand uh, as it digs. Like through the fabric of your pants, you just feel uh, the fingertips and the nails digging deep into your into your flesh um, through the the immaculate bathrobe that you're still wearing. Um, just uh, like like just vice like, uh, and as a result, uh, you you lose focus uh, and the wheel slips in your hands. I'm going to need a uh, <laughs> a driving check from you, sir. It's drive yeah. auto. See driving, if you can keep uh, keep it on the on auto. the road not likely nope that's a fail um the uh the pain is is too much and also you're still reeling from having been like brain tentacled um so the uh the steering wheel uh spins um you you know you struggle with the car uh and uh you you crash into a mailbox um a, a cavalcade of of uh envelopes Bursts up and kind of rains down on uh, on the, the hood of the car.
1: <laughs> okay.
4: It's like the... My brain went to that sight
1: gag of like hitting a mailbox and mail shoots up like you hit a fire hydrant. <laughs> yes, mail that's what I'm talking in. about. Okay. That's exactly I, where
4: we're at. Yeah, are you okay. kidding? We're going to make you okay. hit a mailbox and not have mail explode out of it like a fire hydrant. Okay. Um, it is like Sinbad is trying to stop you from getting a Turbo Man doll up in here. There's just mail everywhere. Um so uh, as the, the mail kind of, uh, you know, rains down on, on the car, um, what do you do about the hand? Uh, I think just as a
1: reaction to that pain, right, my hand goes down there to, like, clutch and, like, try and pull, pull him off of me.
4: All right. Let's, uh, let's see if you can pull this off. Um, I'm going to say this is either a sleight of hand or a fighting brawl. Two skills you are very well acquainted with.
1: Yeah, sleight of hand is not good, but I, fighting brawl is better. But I feel like I would have gone with it anyway because sleight of hand doesn't sound right for the kind of situation that he's in. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I buy fighting fighting brawl. Great. It's still not good.
4: Uh, yeah, it's a fail. Um, all right uh, the uh, the hand kind of clutches harder. Um, you, you try and pull it off, but it's, it's giving you no, uh, uh, no respite. Um, I'm going to take uh, three points of damage. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the, the hand spasms. Um, it almost springs off your leg, uh, flops around in the pocket of the, uh, the house coat a little bit, um, and then uh, grows still. I'll take, I'll take Benny's hand out and I'll, I'll I'll try speaking to Benny. Um, Uh, The hand is wet. And as you pull the hand from, uh, from the pocket uh, you can see that it is uh, soaked in blood. My blood? Like did he, did he, you check your leg and uh, there's already black bruising, but it is not your blood.
1: Okay. Okay. is it clear to me where the blood, like I checked the stump of his hand. Is
4: he, is he like bleeding out of his stump it's or anything? It's just as weird kind of evil dead cauterized as yeah. it's, as it's ever been. Um, the blood has, uh, has stained the inside of your house coat somewhat. Um, but uh, there are no, the, the hand has stopped moving. Uh, as we discussed, um, his ability to kind of utilize the hand in this world is, is relatively thin. Uh, slight. Yeah. Um. It is sort of clutched, um, in almost like a monkey's paw, like vice grip, uh, like an action figure hand, um, covered in blood, uh, and is unmoving. Uh. Then
1: I will just say, uh, Benny, I I do not understand what is going on. But hold, hold on, boy, hold on. Um. I, I need you now, and I'll and... put him back in my pocket.
4: Okay. Great. Um, as you do, uh, you feel a, a, just a gentle pat on the side of your leg and then the hand goes limp again. Yeah. And I'll just say like,
1: I, I do not know what you're trying to tell me, but, but take care of yourself, Bendy, please. And I'll, I'll see if I can, you know, put the, put the cop throat in reverse and try and get back on the road to.
4: Sure. Yeah, you do. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's pretty busted up, but it'll, it'll get you there. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, um, young Addy, uh, you love puzzles and you find yourself in a rather strange one. As we've described, uh, you can kind of think of this almost as being inside a jack-o'-lantern. Uh, so it's a large kind of vague, dark space. Um, you have now found that, uh, you, you found Wackadoo Willie's mouth, um, and you can see out of his eyes. Uh, the features you are gazing through are not the the shape uh, or size of anything human um, as you're looking at it and as you're kind of wrapping your head around your if, if sort of ethereal body um, the understanding and again you you're in this the serpent temple of uh, uh, the I forget the name of the the creature, but uh, you, you've seen some shit. So you're not coming in from zero. Um, I think you've ascertained you're stuck here. You're different than everyone else. And uh, you're going to try and lead them out. That said, you're, you know, you're not in a physical space. So how you are going to do that is a bit of a mystery. Um, I'm going to give you uh, five points of mythos. Okay. Okay. For coming to this realization Um, the realization that you do not have a physical body anymore uh, will cost you three sanity.
3: Cool. Where is Mythos on the sheet? Do I have to fill that in? It's under Cthulhu Mythos. Uh, I
4: think my sheet is different than your sheet. No, you're right. It's Cthulhu Mythos. There we go. Great. So I got
3: five? Yeah. Sick. Uh, I think Addy would just like to approach that guy who talked to him earlier, but just go up and see if he can touch him. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't know what ghost rules are here, Understood. just like pat him on the back and be like, "You're, you're doing a good, you're doing a good job looking after everybody. Good, uh, good
4: job." And he kind of uh, looks looks around. His head. Wait, wait, huh? And as he turns, uh, your hand travels through his body, and he he kind of looks down and goes, "Oh, oh, that's that's different." Yeah. Uh
3: hey, and I he- think. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, he's just trying to rack his brain because the mouth is up high, right? It's yeah. not like he can lead them laterally to it. How high is it from here, Tom? Like, if he was to make a human pyramid,
2: could
4: okay, they would
3: get be, to the mouth?
4: A human pyramid would be possible if you could do it without noticing. I'm going to say it is... I don't know. Um, think like a second-story window. Okay, cool. Uh, um, maybe a little higher than that. It's about three people tall. Um, there are currently five people remaining. Um including this guy uh, grandma speaks too loud has been consumed. Uh, so he says, um, what's a, wh- wh- what's your name? Anyway,
3: ghost kid. Uh, my name's Addie. and uh, I'm going to try to figure out how to get you all out of here. So you don't become ghosts too. I got to go look for a butthole just a second.
4: <laughs> uh, okay. My name's Ernie, by the way, Ernie Normus. Okay. Bye. Uh, and off you, off you fly. Um, so you're trying to figure out, I think like, butthole aside, you're trying to determine whether there is a way out that in this
3: yeah. space. Yeah. 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 Okay, like great. if there's a way out that doesn't require a massive climb that a, I don't think these people are capable of it. B seems kind of high. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a kid. So I'm to stick to kid logic. Makes perfect sense. Uh, two kids.
4: Can you roll me a spot hidden, please? Yes. That is a success. Um, So you're coming to realize that in the same way that you manifested as you remembered your body, this space seems to exist as kind of a weird reflection of what this creature actually looks like. But it is very much a mental space of some sort or an extra dimensional space, not, not a physical space as, as such that said, as you start to explore around, there aren't any like trap doors or back exits or anything else. Cause this really does just seem to be like a weird, essentially bag of holding stomach um, yep. to be quite literal. Um, however, uh, since you do seem more tuned to this space, since you were kind of also interdimensional and ethereal um, you start to almost see um, seams. And as you explore the seams, um, you can actually see they seem to, to link to things. So one uh, seems to kind of link to, uh, as you kind of run your hand along it, you can see in your sort of mind's eye um, a, a, a traditionally grizzled um, hobo veteran. Uh, you know, scraggly beard, um, old like, you know, U.S. service jacket um, that's, you know, tattered, uh, classic bindle over his shoulder. Um, okay. So you get the sense that that might be, this creature is kind of, in fantasy terms, glamour, but how it's he disguises the world.
3: Yes. Yeah, because he'd know about disguises.
4: For sure. As you uh, move further along, and again, I really do think this is like feeling along in the dark kind of situation. Um, you see a glimpse of a uh, a squat, round reptilian creature um with a big sort of jagged grin um almost toad-like eyes uh, a small pointed tail uh and just kind of two big meaty legs and two little little tiny arms um and uh, you get the sense that this is uh what the creature actually looks like uh Uh, that it very much is a, a creature of of stomach and need more than uh more than anything else um and then one of the scenes uh, shows you um, images and entertainments. Um, you see the movie uh, King Kong that uh, your, your other self uh, and wacky Willy Willy watch together? Um, you see footage of, of uh, you know, like reels of the war um, music. Uh, you get the sense that this, whatever this creature is, it seems to be legitimately addicted to human culture. Now also apparently there was a war, you don't really know what the fuck that is, but it's real spooky. Um, but uh, you get the sense that this thing has, in the same way it's been consuming people, also seems to legitimately kind of be, be quite taken with, uh, with human society and human culture.
3: Okay, I think Addy's got an idea, which is, if this monster really likes this stuff, then it probably won't eat these memories. So what he would like to do is focus and see if he can turn his hand into scissors and try to cut open the seams so he could get the people into the memories.
4: Damn, man, that's very cool.
2: Wow.
3: Um,
4: so let's just use a pure stat for this. Um, cool. Can you use... Uh, let's go with power. Sure.
3: Uh, I will spend some luck. and i will make it a
4: success seems like the right time and place um sure enough you become addy scissorhands and slice your way uh slice your way in as soon as you start to cut though you kind of hear oh oh, hey no hey what are you doing in there no no all bad snacks um and you can feel the whole space around you undulate as uh as he goes to swallow. You have a brief second to get um uh, Ernie Normus and his small crew to safety. Um how do you inspire them to to run to safety?
3: Uh I think Addy'll just yell, You gotta go in here, or you're all gonna disappear. Go in here right now, go in the hall. Uh and just like gesture towards it
4: really loudly. Um <laughs> uh okay. Um can you roll me a Persuade check, please.
3: Uh-oh. <laughs> I got to find it on this goddamn thing. All right. I'm going to spend some more luck, hoping I don't need luck later. <laughs> uh, so I'll get a success.
4: Uh, great. So they, they take off running. Ernie's like, run! Do it for the donkeys! Run! Um, and uh, they uh, book it in um, and just as the sort of undulation happens um, you see Ernie kind of nod to you uh, and then fall backward into uh, King Kong's waiting hand um, the seam shuts uh, and you find yourself uh, floating in the, the dark space uh, and uh you hear uh, the voice sort of change timbre a bit and say, You're not like the others, are ya?
3: No. You weren't supposed to end up in here. You're not a snack. Okay. So what do we do now? I'll let you go if you leave me
4: my treats. Mm.
3: what if i go but the treats go too
4: i mean that doesn't really sound like a fair deal
3: are are you a kid well what happens if i cut this that leads to your human body i bet you turn into a lizard person again and he just like oh wait no don't don't do don't do that no 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 hey hey i think you should let all the snacks go
4: Uh, Can you roll me an Intimidate check? (laughs) Planet of Strengths. (laughs) Uh, I will give you advantage, Ryan, because this isn't a bluff. You have nothing to lose by
3: doing this. Oh, my God. Tom. Oh, my God. I rolled a two. Whoa. Woo! It's Holy shit! One, uh, do you know what? I'll spend the one luck. I have a crit.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, uh, let, "Let's uh, let's not do anything too hasty here. I've I've fed well and and carefully, not eating too much. I've made made friends. I've been been good to this world. Just leave me my body, and you can take my snacks.
3: Okay, then let the snacks go." Maybe sometimes bullies lie.
4: You are wise beyond your years, little ghost boy. <laughs> and then, um, with uh, a, a horrific sucking sound, um, the, uh, the people are ripped back through the seams, uh, and the mouth opens wide and just starts dumping them out, um, onto the ground. Um, Red. Uh, you smell ashes in your in your nose from from the house. Uh, you smell smoke, uh, and then you hear someone scream. And as you look to um, towards the sound, uh, you see a grizzled hobo whose jaw has distended to about a meter, uh, vomiting up a human the way a snake eats a rat, but in reverse. Hey everybody, Tom McGee here, your friendly neighborhood DM, and I just wanted to thank you so much for listening to our shows. I hope you're having a great time. Obviously we are. I'm probably really stressed because they're they're probably doing something horrible to me right now. But uh, I hope you're enjoying it, and uh, we're enjoying you being here. And listen, if you want to get a little bit more involved uh, in our show and with the various things we do, you can check out
3: patreon.com slash dumdumdice
4: where you can find more information about how you can become a part of the show, how you can screw with me on air, how you can add names and all that sort of stuff. And it's a great way to support us in our ongoing dumb adventures. So thanks very much for joining us. And I will see you out there in the dumbverse.
2: I mean, um, Oh dear. You're
4: going to lose four points of sanity for that little.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
4: I'm going to skip the rolls on these ones. Cause like,
2: <clears throat> yep.
4: Yep. Yeah, no one's passing that. Yeah, I I couldn't pass a sanity roll to save my life right now.
2: <laughs> I still have twenty one, so I'm you know I'm hanging in there. But
4: weird time to flex, Claire. But all right, <laughs> I've got fifty seven.
2: Hey, okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, I mean, nice she's...
1: mental reset. <laughs> when yeah. he died.
2: She's she's gonna like pull out both like her gun and just aim it at this guy.
4: Um. Sure. So you aim your gun. Uh. He vomits out a full person. Uh, he starts to vomit out another full person. Um, Are you just going to let him kind of do his thing and observe?
2: Um, Yes, because I think she's so internally traumatized by Mm -hmm. what has just happened to her that I think it's just, like, overload.
4: Yeah. So uh, he finishes the third person. There's, like, a moment of just, like... You know, his jaw is kind of like closing back up and he just kind of like wiggles it a bit, starts like pulling on it with both hands, stretches it back out, uh, and then uh, vomits up a further two people. Uh, And then you hear him just say aloud, okay, well, there you go. Old Wackadoo Willie did his part. Now you can just fuck right off, you little weirdo. Um, And uh, then he looks up and sees you and runs a dry tongue over his lips and just says, you weren't part of the deal. He starts to stalk towards you. She shoots him. Um,
2: just like multiple, <laughs> chest. just, this nonsense.
4: <laughs> um, you uh, go ahead and roll a uh, firearms handgun, please.
2: Mm, okay. That's an extreme success.
4: Uh Claire, tell me what happens to Wackadoo Willie as he approaches you.
2: Uh she just she shoots like four, five, six times and just um just all right in his face and his stupid big jaw. And um and he flies backwards and then she's just gonna stalk over to where he's lying on the ground and just shoot him twice more in the head and then just kick him in the head and start like stomping on his body <laughs> like getting un- some of that rage un- <laughs> uncontrollably just start screaming at the top of her voice um as she's like kicking this dude's face in
4: uh as you're doing it his body starts to twist and contort and slowly turn greenish, uh, and and gradually he turns into this large grulub uh, that uh, you are are stomping uh, stomping to death. Uh, but that makes your
2: stomp even harder.
4: Yeah, I don't think you care at this point. It's just like it's literally you're stomping the entire mythos under your heel. Yes. Uh, on that note, uh, Claire, I did forget to mention you can give yourself four mythos from the uh, sanity you lost from watching uh, this monster vomit up people. Cool. Um, so yeah, you are you're just doing a a, a full on uh, tap dance uh, on this thing, just fucking like kicking and stomping and maiming and truly just letting all of the the unfairness of this whole fucking ridiculous monster situation out. Um, Richter, um, where are you driving to? The diesel estate.
1: Okay. Yeah. Just cause that's where I was calling. No answer. Mm-hmm. That's the only place that I could think they would be. So that's where I'm, where I'm trying to get to just to Excellent. see if I can figure out what's going on.
4: Yeah. Uh, fair enough. So yeah, um, you uh, see um a uh, a red light uh in the horizon uh, as you you drive towards uh the diesel estate and a, a massive black uh cloud of smoke uh you've seen buildings burn before you know what's up um so you um you speed your pace uh you, you drive a bit faster um does it occur to you to turn on the siren
1: huh um
4: Yes. <laughs> um, this is an odd question, but I actually don't know. With Richter, is this a fun thing for Richter? like everything's going tremendously wrong? But like, is turning on the siren like a fun thing? He's excited to do. No, I don't think he's having any fun tonight. Okay, great, makes sense. So it's just purely like out of the way. I'm a motorist. Yes. Um, amazing. So um, you uh you, you sort of like stomp, pedal to the metal. Um, You come um, roaring up to uh, the diesel estate uh, and it is a in full conflagration. It is just like a full inferno, uh, you know, towering blaze. Um, What do you do?
1: Um, I'm going to open up the glove compartment and pull out the shotgun shells that I'm guessing are in there or something like that and grab like mm-hmm. the shotgun that sits in the, in cop cars. And I'm just going to
4: come out just like loading shells into the shotgun, just stalking towards the burning house. It's like, I, I, this visual is fucking amazing. It's just yeah. like, richter like fucking jacket flapping out behind you just like silk robe yeah yeah exactly that's what i mean like silk robe flapping like blood still like crusted down your face that's correct just like loading a shotgun like an angry scarecrow
3: oh man i want the bedtime richter with shotgun action figures like if i can get any of them that's the one i want
4: yes that's (laughs) true like i would have bought the other one by now and then this one would have come out and i would be like I guess <laughs> it can go with my uh, mummy red uh, and um, uh, you know, Hawaiian Adrian, you know, I just want the whole set. Um, so yeah, just loading the gun. Um, you hear uh, gunfire um, from uh, around the corner of the building. So you, you speed your pace uh, and uh, you come around the corner to find red, just fucking aggressively stomping on a man um, who is slowly uh, turning into a monster. I would give you a sanity hit for that, but I feel like at this point, based on your current level of sanity, this guy it, isn't touching your brain. <laughs> no, also, this is just like, it, this is just like, fucking of course. Like, yeah, of course, yeah. he's a weird lizard. This is fine. Um, but uh, yeah, you see Red just like screaming and and stomping the uh, the creature. What do you do? uh where's adrian i think is what's because
1: red has it think well in hand she's she's kicking someone's ass you... uh but there's a there's a small crowd of people on the lawn uh
3: no no there's not the there. five people who got vomited tom do they run away oh shit yes mm-hmm. uh, i'm sorry yes
4: they are um they're kind of looking around confusedly like just like f- throwing muck off themselves yeah um you recognize them they're people from town you don't know them, but they—you know—you've you've seen them around. I think, just
1: given the way tonight has gone, and not knowing like who's in this cult and who's not, kind of thing. I think he'll go to the townspeople and like level the shotgun at them and be like, "That is Adrian, the <laughs> big one."
4: Uh, um, red. Uh, can you roll me a uh? I think we'll go with an edu you check mm. to see if you <laughs> can break yourself out of this blind rage.
2: Oh, I absolutely cannot.
4: Cool. You don't hear it. You're just still yep. stomping away. Um yeah. and uh the, the townspeople are just like uh their their arms are are up. Um they're just like, oh, oh god, uh no, he's he's the bad one. He's the bad one on the ground. We we didn't see a big guy, but a few other people got eaten. <laughs>
3: Just picturing the "it's always sunny" thing coming up, and it just says Richter kills a man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it would
1: go that way if they were acting weird. But hands up to a shotgun, like that's not the cultist behavior that I've come to to know. <laughs> like, no one's being like, "You you can't win, Richter," or any shit like that. So this is fine. This is like okay. So he'll kind of, I think, snap out of it a little bit and, and, and say, uh, <coughs> um,
4: uh, where did you all come from? Uh, and uh, Ernie just points at, <laughs> at like, with his hands in the air, just kind of, like, tries to point without, like, taking his hands down uh, and just says, "Um, this is going to sound crazy, but that guy, that lady's killing, uh, ate us.
1: And I'll look over my shoulder. And I'll look back at him and say, ah, a up, of course. And I'll go over to, to Red uh, just to see if I can put a, a hand on her shoulder. The shotgun's kind of like down at my side now and see if I can uh, check on Red.
4: Uh, Red, you, you
1: feel gun. a hand on your shoulder.
2: And I whip around and I think I'm going to grab him by the throat.
1: Uh, Richter, you are grabbed by the throat. Yeah, I, I make no defensive moves. Um, and I say... Uh, Red, red, it's me, it's Richter. Are you all right?
2: And you can see her face, like her nose is in three different places, like blood is actively flowing down out of her nostrils. Same with mine. Yeah, there we go, bud. And um twinsies. (laughs) And uh and and you see like like there's a look in her eyes that you've never seen before. Um, and you're not quite sure if she recognizes you for, for a second because her grip doesn't let go when it should. Um, and you just feel for her, her hand twitches like it really wants, it really wants to just dig in. And I'm then gonna,
1: I'm going to open my my hand holding the shotgun. So the shotgun just hits the ground. And I want to I put both hands kind of around yours, not to like pull you away or anything like that, but just to take your hand around my throat and just hold your hand as best I can.
2: And uh, yeah, she's going to look in your eyes and slowly her hand relaxes. And she just says, we have work to do, Richter.
1: Red, where is Addy? Are you? This is
2: coat. We have work to do, Richter. Do you understand me?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think I do.
2: Adrian is sleeping. So you and I are going to go and finish this.
4: There's only one problem. Because, Addie, you know you're not sleeping. And admittedly, you feel pretty weird. Uh, you know, uh, as, as you followed the vomited people out, um, you, you were thrown Uh, from Wackadoo Willie, and there was a moment where you felt your entire essence uh, disintegrate and begin to fall apart because you haven't done anything special to be a ghost. You haven't really earned the ghost thing, so for a minute, you thought maybe this was it. This was the final mystery that you were going to punch. But honestly, if your friends could see you, you knew they'd be proud. And then suddenly you hit something. And you firmed right back up and your vision is sharp and your, your senses are are so much more acute than everything else you've ever experienced. And you looking up, you see old man Richter from the shop and someone who might look might just well be Tracy. And so on your four legs, you walk over and you put a paw on red's foot. What do you say to her? hey i'm not dead and that is how adrian diesel rejoined the mystery punches
0: this episode of the mythos mysteries features the voices of ryan the plant at the ryan the plant on twitter tyler hewitt at tyler underscore hewitt on twitter claire blackwood at claire blackwood on twitter and keeper tom mcgee at mcgee td on twitter This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker. At Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. And all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are dumdumdice. And on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And most importantly, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos.
3: Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time Christian Menicola, Long Long, the half blind prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams. Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby. One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield. Lorda Bradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser. Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald. Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters. Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Fire Unfriendly. Logan, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon, too, at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you.
0: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. What kind of woman becomes a pirate? From the makers of Mockery Manor insane not at all comely and they smell like a couple of dead badgers preserved in cheap rum comes an adventure on the high seas will you pay extra if i push <gasps> a little harder no, no no please i'm just a writer i'm writing a book and i would like you to be in it inspired by the lives and loves of the pirates and bonnie and mary reed
3: you think you Anne Do you think I never got my hands dirty?
0: Your mind's been so twisted You think pirates deserve mercy Did either of you ever meet Blackbeard? Everyone loves a rebel
3: They love to see him swing too Put your weapons away Both of you
0: (coughs) Stop it (coughs) Read Read Oh Anne and Mary
3: (coughs) Fight like men Or you'll hang like dogs
0: Starring Christina Bianco, Suze Kempner, Hamilton's Carl Queensborough, and more. Do they have tales? Somebody told me they have tales. I haven't seen a tale, your ladyship. The Ballad of Anne
4: and Mary. Available now wherever you get podcasts.